are a new parent, a caregiver, a teacher, a grandma, or anyone who works with children, you have likely encountered the challenges and complexity of raising happy, healthy, and resilient kids in today's world. We want our kids to be happy, we want them to be successful, but it could be overwhelming trying to navigate their emotional well-being as well as our own. This is why parenting classes can be an invaluable resource to improve your skill set and your knowledge. So in this episode, we are fortunate enough to be joined by Jennifer Ray. She is a licensed mental health professional who runs the Heart to Mind Therapy Clinic out in Southern California, out in the San Fernando Valley area. And we are going to talk about the challenges that young people are facing, the myths around parenting classes, and we're going to talk a couple practical strategies into how all of us can really support children growing up to be strong, confident, and emotional, healthy adults. So let's get started. Welcome to eHacker Health, the podcast providing digital and community resources to help women optimize their health. I'm your host, Dr. Kat Andrews. All right. So hello, I am Dr. Kat Andrews, and this is the eHacker Health Podcast. I am so excited to welcome. Now, do you want to go by Jennifer or Jenny? Uh, You can call me Jenny. (laughs) Jenny. That's good. Jennifer is all my professional stuff, but I like to go. Yes. Well, okay. So um, just for a disclosure, full disclosure, I actually know Jennifer, so I'm used to calling her Jenny, but for this, we'll go ahead and be professional for anyone who wants to reach out and know that you are Jennifer Ray, that you are a licensed mental health, um, not mental health, that you are licensed. Yeah, mental health professional. Go ahead and take it. Yeah. Yes, mental health professional. Um, specifically, you're in a licensed MFT, so you're a management and their family licensed marriage family therapist. There we go. Get that mouthful out. Um, and you run your own clinic out in Los Angeles uh, County. Yes. Or in LA. Yeah, I'm actually All right, so- in the San Fernando Valley. Okay, even better. So tell us a little bit about your clinic and the services that you provide. Awesome. So as you said, I am a licensed mental health professional. I specialize in children and families. Uh, I started probably about 20 years ago working with kids. And um, it started because my sister was uh, special needs or developed on the or diagnosed on the spectrum. And so I went that route at first and started that way. And now my practice really caters to children of all ages and families. I have a lot of other like outliers of women or couples or people who just want to come and see me. Um, But the heart of my practice is about, I would say, the ages of eight to 16 is really where a lot of my clientele are. And what starts as working out one-to-one with the kids slowly turns into family sessions and group sessions because I realized that one hour a week or every other week is nothing in comparison mm-hmm. to the 24-7 that you are home with your child or whoever the caretaker is. So that's kind of what I do in a nutshell now. And I specialize in art therapy, play therapy, and tra- uh, sand tray therapy. So I have a few different modalities that I actually use to help advance therapy with kids. 
Nice. And so with the kids that you're working with, because we actually have had, I actually have gotten some feedback from uh, some parents and some tweens who have listened to, you know, a couple of the shows with your demographics. Is it, uh, what does your, your youth demographic look like? Oh, anything under the sun. So I honestly cater to any child. I don't really have a specific demographic that I choose. I've worked with many kids in the LGBTQ population. I work mm-hmm. with low income. I work with high end clients. So it really just matter doesn't matter to me. It really just matters what you're coming into treatment for and that I can actually like be a resource. So awesome. Okay. So we have that. You have that you basically kind of do the full the full range of services when it comes to youth um, across those services. Is there a kind of particular type of service that you, um, it sounds like you enjoy them all, but is there one um, that you want to be able, that we should highlight for this particular Yes, definitely. So I've realized that over the course of doing this and actually through the pandemic, unfortunately for many of us, um, mental health has become like a huge crisis and Mm -hmm. a huge area of deficit, I think. And as much as we as a society are becoming aware of it and helping adults more so, I think because that's more prevalent, Mm -hmm. the kids are being affected the most. And so I realize that in practice I can help definitely, but my target or my ability to help is very minimal if it's just me one-on-one. And so really what I'm looking to do is kind of provide a crash course to parents, caretakers, and providers who uh, work with children, live with children, have children, anything of the above with children um, and kind of help teach you how to navigate some of the struggles that we go through with parenting. I mean, I'm a professional. I do this for a living and I struggle with parenting. Mm-hmm. My six-year-old runs mm-hmm. through the ringer daily sometimes. Um, and so it's really just helping people normalize the struggles that we have with parenting on a larger scale so that I can really get that out there and help more families and people be successful when navigating with children. Awesome. Yeah. And I think this is a really important topic. One, because of the mental health aspect, you're right. I think it's highlighted very often um, with regards to, you know, how to have adults find services, but we don't often hear about children needing to have access to mental health services unless, unfortunately, it's connected to something like a school shooting or something like that. So we're waiting for these extremes to happen before we say, oh, let's get them counseling when it could be that they're dealing with anxiety or something else that could be going on just within their home uh, or just within themselves. And they need the services for that. And parents are, or their parents or their support system are an extension of that. So let's go ahead and jump into the parenting. So touching on the parenting, what what are some of the assumptions or myths around why someone would be hesitant to kind of get some, to get parent services or to, to get training on parenting? That's a really good question. Um, I think there are probably a top handful of reasons. Mm -hmm. Number one being the shame and guilt around us not being a good enough parent that we would need to go and get educated on how to be a parent or receive resources on how to parent better because 
that would be admitting that we are bad or flawed in some way. And so I think Mm -hmm. that that is really number one. I don't want to be embarrassed by it. I don't want to feel shame that I'm not a good enough parent. And so there's a lot of diversion from it because, you know, people want to mask that they're not good enough, quote unquote. So that's Mm -hmm. number one, which is the saddest one, I think, for me, because after becoming a parent, I realized we all struggle. And parenting is even if you have the greatest kid and you're the greatest parent and everything is 100 percent magical, it's still hard and it's still challenging. Mm -hmm. And there are still so many things that you aren't ready for until you actually become a parent that people still don't even talk about. And so I just like I want to break that stigma of like shame around parenting. I don't care what you do. If it works for you, then I will help support it as long as it's functional. But if it's not functional, then I'm going to break it down why it's not functional, not shame you because it's not working. So, yeah, I mean, I, and I think that's, that's really key, right? That, that part about people feeling kind of shameful to ask for the help. Um, But I like, I think what's important about what you said is what's important to you. It's that cultural um, competency part, right? Which a lot of people probably feel like I can't reach out because we're Jewish and we do this and people will judge us for doing this. Or yeah. we are Korean or we have come from a certain faith or a certain background. Um, so we can't, we, we can't do parenting classes. Exactly. Exactly. So, and I mean, I hope that I can help bridge that gap for so many individuals, whether you're a parent or a provider or a caretaker to just help you understand, like we all struggle. I mean, struggling with parenting is no different when we're struggling to learn how to drive a car or learn how to swim Mm -hmm. or, you know, learn how to grow up and launch from the house at 18. You know, we all have (laughs) struggles over life. So, um, okay. So tell us about some of the benefits, right? So we've seen some of the struggles, the kind of the shame and the stigma that could be attached to like someone, you know, taking a parenting class and the assumption that they're somehow a bad parent, um, even though parenting doesn't come with a manual, right? (laughs) There's no manual that comes when you become a parent. So tell us about some of kind of like the benefits of taking a parenting class. So I think it kind of overlaps with one more stigma and this is kind of... It kind of goes into an assumption that we make that, you know, parenting classes, if you do choose to take them, are going to have this like one Mm -hmm. solution fixes it all, one trick pony, magic, everything's going to be great. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. that's just not the case. And a lot of times what happens, parents are coming to take this class. They're hoping that it's going to provide them all these magical answers. And then they go home and Mm -hmm. none of it works. And they feel defeated or they're like, this didn't change my life. I'm still having behavioral challenges or I'm still having, you know, meltdowns or my teen still back talks. And it's like, well, this is what I'm trying to help destigmatize. And it's that we're not a one trick Mm -hmm. pony. And really the theory that I come from is every... Every behavior is a form of communication, and that Mm -hmm. is a way that children have learned how to quickly talk to us. And we as parents have learned how to reprimand and discipline communication or in the form of behavior. And it's this breakdown. And so I'm not sitting here to try and teach you, you know, this one trick pony, so to speak, of how to fix it. I'm here to teach you those holes or the breakdowns that we may not see as average people who don't do this to help kind of bridge Mm -hmm. those struggles that we have. I'm not sitting here telling you all behaviors will be gone by the end of the day when you do this. I'm here to tell you that I could help 
make it easier. I can help you learn tools so that you're not triggered as a parent or help you, you know, gain resources or information. And I think that's really the important thing to understand of having a parent workshop. It's not that this thing is going to answer all of your needs as a parent. It's that it's going to educate you and it's still going to require nourishing and growth and continuation of these things. But ultimately it's to provide you a solid foundation to how to navigate better. Awesome. Okay. Oh, it's a good, such, such great information to have. So what about, um, when it comes to parenting for single moms or actually even single dads? So when you have, um, usually predominantly we tend to hear more about like single moms, right. And that stigma around that. So when it comes to, let's say if we have, um, single moms who may be listening and, and, or actually in this case, it actually doesn't even really matter whether they're a single mom or they're both parents, but often we hear that parenting tends to fall on the mother, right. As the, as the primary parent, but in any case, what, how does someone start to seek out? It's probably a better question, right? Whether they are a single mom or a single dad, or they're both parents or like pulling their hair out because they're tween or teen, or even their six-year-old, right? Is literally just driving them crazy. Um, how does one start to seek out services, parenting services? Um, so it really just depends. You can obviously go to support groups. You can go to mental health practitioners. Me personally, I'm looking to provide workshops. My first one will be coming up in July uh, in LA County at the Skirball Center. So if you'd like to do that through me, that's where that would be. Um, but really, it's just, honestly, I'm going to be real, like outside of a professional mm -hmm. here for a second. And after becoming a mom, like... I didn't realize how many life changes I would go through. And I honestly, I think the biggest lesson that I learned is that my resources and my lifelines are there for a season and not always for a permanency. And I've learned how to really mm. utilize those people that show up in those moments for me. And they may not last forever, but if you've got a coworker who's willing to let you yap their ear off for 20 minutes, take advantage of that. Because sometimes just being able to let that out is helpful enough, you know, having resources yeah. and, you know, financially aren't always possible. And so sometimes it's just mm -hmm. accessing the things that will help fill your cup mm. and make you feel more complete so that you can go and pour into somebody else's cup as in your child. So, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that you said that. I think it's really important for people to hear, um, that it isn't always about financial resources. Yes, that's really important, but for you as a parent that you also need to kind of have what I call like your tribe. Right. But I think it's important that you pointed out that sometimes people will float in and out because they do have their own needs as well and that they won't always be there. But knowing who you can access, that sometimes it may be your spouse and sometimes it may be your bestie and sometimes it could be grandma or sometimes it could just be your coworker. Mm -hmm. um, and I know when I do the, the health coaching, right, and I'm talking with people, one of the things I point out that's really significant is building your tribe, right? Who is part of your network 
of support, right? And where are they, right? At some point, sometimes it is the, like me, sometimes it is the auntie who can swoop in and take the kids for the weekend because in my case, I am childless, but I have the, so I have the ability to go and snatch up my best friend's kid when they are the ones pulling their hair out, right? So I think it's important to, to know that um, sometimes your closest, your, your resource is closer to you than you think. But then also there's what you pointed out earlier too is about what is out there in the community, such as support groups that people don't often, I think, think about taking um, because the support groups are kind of connected to something bad, right. right? Like a rehab or an AA or something like that, when it could be connected to you just need somebody who gets what you're going through and that your five-year-old has yet to go to sleep in their own bed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, and and you're still fighting that. Right. And that's that old forever, I think. No, um, but... I mean, I think it's just helpful, like you said, to have people that can be like, I am in that boat with you right now. And you don't feel so alone because, again, that stigma of if I say that I'm suffering or struggling, then somebody's going to turn around and be like, well, then why do you have kids? Or you're not a good enough parent or, you know, can't you? A judgment. (laughs) There's doing it all on their own. And it's like that's what you have to break. It's like, we all do what works for our family and our home. And it's all right as long as it's working. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is really key that to, to kind of make sure that you are not always listening to the nonsense or feel like you yourself do the self-criticism, right? Where you start thinking, they're going to think I'm a bad parent. What do you want out of this? Mm -hmm. Right. If you want a better relationship. So we mentioned, you mentioned a few, um, but we got a little, I, I probably got you a little sidetracked. Give us a few more, if you can, a few more benefits of uh, the parenting classes. So I, I know that one of them is, because um, I, I, I had to go and do some research, um, but you touched on it a little bit, right? Was was kind of being able to have these parenting classes, which not doing the one trick pony, but you touched on it and that it actually can help you. It's build. It's about building skills, which can help prevent future problems. You're not going to come into Jenny's class, you know, and all of a sudden get all these skills and break all these behaviors. But it sounds like what is going to happen is you're going to start building skills and start to break down and even prevent future, yeah. potentially future issues. Yes, absolutely. And I think like, you know, anything in life, the more we educate ourselves, the more we learn, then the more we grow and become more evolved in whatever it is that we're educating ourselves on to be well versed mm-hmm. in it, to know how to navigate yeah. better. And so I think that is really the benefit of having it. It's like, you may know these things over here, but when it comes to the stuff in the middle or this stuff on the end, you're still kind of confused. And these parenting classes can give you different perspectives, can help you see things in different Mm -hmm. ways. I mean, a lot of what I do is help parents understand why they parent that way, right? So it's not just about learning about you and your child. It's also learning a little bit about yourself because so many of us don't understand that when we're in that role of a parent parenting, that little kid who Mm -hmm. was parented comes out as the grown-up and starts parenting the child in front of you. And we forget sometimes. Intergenerational. Yeah. 
all that stuff coming back from our ancestors. Exactly. And so sometimes if it wasn't always the best environment, we're kind of trickling that down to our children, which sometimes creates Mm -hmm. these barriers or these struggles. And sometimes you just don't see that until you hear like, oh, maybe that shouldn't have happened or, oh, that explains why that happened, you know, in that kind of perspective. And again, kind of camaraderie too. Like you're in a room of all these parents going through the same thing, hearing maybe stories or, you know, I provide a live Q&A after so that you can stay and ask questions and talk. And it just, it provides resource and community to know that like, wow, all these parents are sitting here either going through what I went through and on the other side or in it right now with me. So. I, I love that. I think especially the piece about being able to tell people, hey, this is what I noticed, like being that outside source that many of us don't get for any of the stuff that we do and recognizing like, huh, the things that I am now doing is obviously stuff that was done to me. So I thought it's okay and recognizing now maybe it's not as okay as I thought. And I can change it. That's why I'm here for these parenting classes. Exactly. Awesome. So tell us, tell us more about, or tell the audience, tell us all how we would be able for your parenting classes. Um, and we'll put this in the show notes and everything, but go ahead and tell us more about like how we, how someone would kind of get in touch with you if they wanted to learn more about maybe the services you provide since you are uh, out in LA County, you're specifically out in San Fernando Valley. So if someone is out in that area, you know, how would somebody kind of get to know a little bit more about your clinic and the services you provide? So you can go directly to my website, which would be heart Two, the number two, not T-O. So it would be heart to mindtherapycom And that would mm-hmm. provide you with a bio about myself, all my services, and even my parent uh, training workshops. And then you can also follow me on social media on Instagram and Facebook. And those also both have links to go directly to the Eventbrite Ticket Center to be able to buy a ticket for the workshop if you so choose to. Nice. Okay. And so the workshop is coming up, uh, I think you said at the Skirball Center? Yeah, it's going to be at the Skirball Center in July, July 16th to be exact. Okay. All right. So we will we will post all of this stuff. And then um, for some closing remarks, what inspiration do you have for like either, you know, parents, you know, maybe like yourself, working moms and working dads who are out there who are like, oh, man, yeah, I need to get, you know, now that I've heard this, I need to get that. Or even for someone like me who is an auntie and, you know, maybe interested because I do help take or even grandmas. Right. I, I know that grandmas do a lot of parenting um, as grandmas, they're raising their grandchildren. What advice do you have for them? I feel like the biggest thing that I've learned is to just really cherish and value the moments that you have because the struggles that you may feel, those challenges that come up, they will pass so fast and you will look back and just ask yourself, why wasn't more present? Why wasn't more available? Why didn't I just put that laundry on hold for a minute or, you know, take advantage of my mom and drop her off at the house or, you know, just really 
I mean, being in tune with your kid, because ultimately at the end of the day, all they want is the connection with you. They want to know that you love them and that you will always be there. And that when they say mommy, daddy, auntie, grandma, whatever it may be, that you will just turn around and be like, I am here 100% devoted to you. And if you give that daily, the rest, we all make mistakes. We all mess up. We all have good days. We all have bad days. We all kick ourselves in the butt for parent guilds. I mean, it happens across the <laughs> right. board. And it's, it's irrelevant. As long as, you know, you're, yeah. you look at your kid or your kids and they look back and you know that you love each other and they feel safe. I mean, you're, you've done it right in that case. And I think that's really the biggest takeaway. Ah, awesome. Thank you so much, Miss Jennifer Ray. So with that, we are going to go ahead and unless you have any more lovely insight, but I want to thank you, thank you so much for your time. I know that you have a very busy practice out there, um, but this was great. I think the the thing about talking about parenting, I don't think it's talked about enough. Um, it's, it's really like hush, hush. So I'm excited that we were able to kind of bring this out and definitely share. We're going to share this information about, you know, being able to do these parenting classes and really get it out there. Norms because help is okay. It's not bad. It should not be stigma. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Help. I mean, and it shouldn't just be like, oh, okay. We kind of like mental health now so you can get help for that. Get help for everything that you want. Absolutely. I'm, I'm down with it. I'm down with it. So with that, we are going day. to say, have a great Thank day. Thank you, you too. Bye. Thank you. And I'm going to... I want to say thank you again to Jennifer Ray from the Heart to Mind Therapy Clinic. And for those of you who are looking for more, again, you can find all the information in the show notes. You can also head over to the eHacker Health website and you'll also be able to find that. But I would love to know, like, what do you guys think? Have you realized, have you ever taken parenting classes yourself? Is it a resource that you've looked for? and thought about and now that you know a little bit more in terms of how parenting classes could help whether you are a parent or maybe just an auntie or even a grandparent what do you think about taking parenting classes now so let me know love to hear from you and until the next episode make sure you eat your veggies drink lots of water and take care of yourself bye